Hi, I'm Evelyn Lucas Cunningham, and welcome to the Feel Better Every Day podcast, helping you connect with and take better care of yourself and create a life you don't need to retreat from. Welcome to episode six of the Feel Better Every Day podcast, and today's guest is soulful money coach Sarupa Shah, um, the soul agent. And um, I especially loved, well, there were so many things, her smiling at herself, um, but the art of doing nothing is the thing that challenged me the most, thinking even with this being my work, I do still find it very challenging and she makes the art of doing nothing sound so appealing. Um, When did you last do absolutely nothing? How do you feel when you even listen to this episode and imagine yourself not doing your nails, not meditating, not reading, not sorting anything out, not even being open to solutions, just literally doing nothing? I hope you love the episode as much as I do. And please subscribe for future episodes, um, like, comment, review and help as many people as possible access this if you think it's helpful. So welcome Sarupa Shah, thank you so much for joining me for the Feel Better Every Day podcast. Thank you for having me. I was so excited when you invited me. Ah, and um, this is the first time I think we've spoken face to face, albeit on the computer, but we've yeah, been absolutely. online friends for a long time. I know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's brilliant, 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 yeah. brilliant. And you do work with women around soul and money. Um, yeah. How long have you been doing it and what are you working on at the moment? You know, now as I've got older, when people ask me how long I've been doing something, I don't want to say because it means that I'm ageing myself. I've, I've become really conscious of this, but I, I started doing money work about 2011. But prior to that, I was doing I was doing more of the traditional spiritual work, you know, the workshops of angels and guides, mm-hmm. healing and stuff like that. But I was working initially and I was really heavily into business and having a good time and having a good life and I wanted to marry the two um and realize that people use money we all use money as an excuse uh but particularly with people people would come up to me and go I want to find out what my sole purpose is and I'd be like okay I can help you with that but then they wouldn't do anything with it so I really thought why and it was they didn't want to leave their work not that your sole purpose is a job you know people have narrowed it but it was that thing of well I can't move country or I can't do something or I can't retrain or I can't learn a new skill because I'm not sure about the money or I can't go on retreat or I can't spend time on myself which fits with all of this so it became a it is a self-care issue but it's really a gateway to who are you what's your value and why are you here you know so when people work with me it's very different to they kind of suddenly realise, oh, it's not about money. My relationships have changed. My health has changed. My perception of myself has changed. You're like, yeah. And my yeah. my courage of who I am. So, yeah, that was like money's that portal. But, yeah, it's been whew, 20 years plus at least. Brilliant. General, yeah. Okay. But obviously I'm only 21. See, I'm 47 and I love every year, each birthday. I'm like, woo! made it to another no, one. <laughs> I do love it and it's funny because I'm going to a pub on that I used to go to in my 20s on Sunday and 
I just thought I, I whenever I've whenever I've done something like that, I always come out thinking, I'm so glad I'm the age I am. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I can't hear people when the music's too loud anymore. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so you mentioned briefly morning routine already, but tell me about your ideal morning routine. If you had all the time and energy in the world, what would you love to do every morning? I have to say I've got it that way because all these years of working for myself and obviously there's been blips and there will be blips because there's not perfection. But one of the things about having my own business, you know, when people ask you what your values are, mine was freedom. Yeah. And then, of course, what we all do is turn it into a job. You know, we work really like seven days a week suddenly. Uh And now with social media and our smartphones, we're almost working 24. 20 hours a day if we're awake 20 hours a day you know we're, oh, I'll just check or I'll just reply I'll just comment or I've thought of a post I don't know what this. you're talking about exactly <laughs> <laughs> or I've got camera on my phone I'll just make a few images for next week you know and I'm like omg what am I doing um so it was freedom and it was the freedom to not work and I was really I was a very strange employed person because I only worked part-time generally okay. you know um so I'd have, but I'd have midweek off, and there was something really special about having a Wednesday off. Even it, it wasn't because of the old Wednesdays off, because you got lots more done than you did if you just had a Saturday Sunday. Saturday Sundays were packed with when you were younger, you know, going out and so much social stuff. So I really, especially last few years, really looked at that issue or challenge or you know like explored how free do I feel because why am I getting up and picking up the phone so I the way I get up I don't like I used to hate having to wake up to an alarm Uh and of course sometimes I have to set an alarm um, because I have early calls with people in different parts of the world Mm -hmm. but I get up slowly so I stay in bed and just ponder and send out a little thank you or, or just do a moment of reflection and I also think it's nicer for my muscles in the winter yeah. you know this, this shock jump out of bed and because it really puts me it puts me in a grump yeah that rush to and you know like and weirdly I don't have a shower in the morning I like to have a bath in the afternoon or a shower in the afternoon because it mm-hmm. just all feels more relaxed otherwise it's this I need to get on with the day my god is. 10 o'clock, it's 10.30 and I haven't started anything. So uh, it's the slowing down of the morning. And then, and I used to meditate in bed, but that was deadly because it was quite easy to fall asleep. And people still say to me, oh, I meditated, it was so good, I was asleep. I said, no, you were asleep. That's not meditation. (laughs) It's lovely relaxation, but it's not meditation. So (laughs) it really you know kind of given those insights about you know get up out of bed to meditate it's not because we do associate bed with sleep um you know it is a place to sleep or you know maybe chill and read a book or whatever but it's not a place of meditation so I always get up or make myself a coffee then come and sit in here because I've got the sort of sitting room area on on my right and we'll meditate ponder what's come from the meditation because the type of meditation I do is quite specific and sometimes it feels like I don't know what I got sometimes it's like I've got a word what the heck does that mean it and sometimes I can I get more clarity as I ponder or I just think all right 
the clarity will come in the day, but I do spend a lot of time just pondering in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. connecting with myself. Brilliant. And then then there's a then I have like a Do you mean that highest, wisest, truest part of yourself? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, but not, it's not like a deliberate thing. If someone said, well, how do you do that? I just spend time with myself. Yeah. I think we don't spend time with ourselves. We spend time with others yeah. and we give our attention to others. So I just give my attention to me. And then I have a kind of smorgasbord of things I could do. So I might do journaling. I might do affirming. I might do both. I might look in this mirror here and affirm or I might look in the mirror and say, I love you or smile at me. You know, there's just a little bit of different things that yeah. either I know because I've had a kind of intuitive hit for, or I just feel like I haven't done this for a while. And yeah. there might be another specific meditation that I'm working on in terms of development and growth, because obviously there's different types of, of meditation as well different journeys um and there might be visualization involved um and and some days you know that can be done in 15 minutes some yeah. days then it, it's a lovely one hour you know yeah and some of it is dependent on you know what's going on so if I've got a six o'clock in the morning call I won't have I'm not going to get up at half four to sit and have an hour so I might to do I do it there's a prayer I do do that prayer in the morning and sit and meditate and connect and then follow up after yeah so because one of the things I think that I also learned over the years was the obligation when Mm -hmm. you you turn it into a tick box exercise it's like when you brush your teeth you can brush your teeth like "Mm -hmm, done it mechanically or after you've gone to the dentist or before you've gone to the dentist you remember it's you're supposed to be doing 30 seconds on this side, 30 seconds, and then you become really conscious with it. And then slowly, slowly you're like, out of the house type of thing. Um, so it's about being really conscious and present, I think. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you read a page out of a book, if that's your, you know, at the moment decision for spending your first thing in the morning. But it really is about being present. And, mm-hmm. and I realised that there were times when I was thinking, gosh, do this, 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 Yeah. Came this, and I love to do this, but it just became an obligation list, which is a very different type of to-do list. So mm-hmm. there was no, it was just going through the motions, you know. Okay. And, and I'm sure that'll happen again, but it's just being aware. We're human, aren't we? It's so cool. what about on those times when you called them blips, where it's the bare minimum what's your go-to so I would there's a prayer so like Mm -hmm. this morning I had a little bit of a rush out of the house sort of life emergency so I didn't even sit in fact I I stood in here um just closed my eyes because because there is this we have in this world and as humans we have this misconception that I've got so much to do I haven't got time for me I haven't got time for me and actually, when we slow down and connect, we get more done anyway. You Absolutely. Know? And I wish I could explain it to people scientifically. There is probably science behind it, some physics, but it's just the law of magic, the universe. Slow down and you will speed up without realising. Yeah. If you find speed up, you will trip up. Yes. That's when we make mistakes or get really stressed and snappy and, you know, whatever. So I stood and I say, 
a prayer that we've been taught, which is just the, the spirit's prayer. You can say anything. You could say your affirmation. You know, you could just say, you know, I am calm. I am calm. I am peaceful. Whatever it is that you choose to do, because it isn't that anything is better or worse, because it's that connection to self. It might be that you just smile at the mirror. You stop for 15 seconds, 20 seconds. And that can feel like a really long time when you're, I haven't got time, you know, and then normally 15 seconds is really quick. But when you're telling yourself, I I just, I just haven't got time for this. Yeah. It's like forever, which is you actually, your energy is slowing down, which is beautiful and exactly what you want. Wonderful. And what about later in the day and getting ready for bed? What are your ideal practices and habits and what, would be essential no matter what's going on in your life um i, I don't have anything as essential mm-hmm. I, I i don't i don't do that because that's when the panic I, for me and i think for a lot of people that's when the panic comes in because if your routine is changed if you're at somebody's house or if you're not feeling well or if you're on holiday and you've had a late night and a few drinks as some people do you know like we it's it's not about making anything essential because then it becomes then the energy of it almost becomes like a superstition that I didn't do that no wonder I've got a bad day you know when we start to say I've walked under a ladder and everything's going to go wrong or I accidentally put my umbrella up in the house and I'm going to have seven years I've broken a mirror seven years of bad luck it's all nonsense um but quite often I like a mid midday meditation so I do like midday, early, mid-afternoon meditation. There might be that's when I can get more journaly because also you've gone through the day and realised yeah. something from the meditation in the morning or something you've hit a point where you're like, I'm I'm going round in circles or actually I feel like I just want some clarity or some space or I've been so busy that I have to that my mind wants to say you haven't got time to stop. And as soon as I hear my mind say that, I'll stop in the afternoon and do the same. I also do a lot of doing nothing in the afternoon. I love it. <laughs> and that's a massive ritual. And pe- yeah. people say to me, oh, yeah, I did nothing. I meditated. I thought, well, that's not yeah. doing nothing. No. Or I read my book. No, that's not doing nothing. Oh, I sorted out this problem in my head. No, that's not doing nothing. Yeah. Doing nothing is actually quite... It, it appears complicated because we've made it complicated yeah. because we've made it the opposite of working or doing yeah. all that we love to do that are traditionally self-care. Like, oh, I did my nails. That was me doing nothing. No, you did your nails. <laughs> really about emptying your mind and anything coming in, you're like... So that's an art. So I call yeah. it my partner moments. I lie on the sofa and do nothing and zone out. Um, but in the evening, I don't have so much of a ritual in the evening. Um, and I don't know why. I, to be honest, my ritual in the evening is watching true crime. <laughs> That's my bedtime. Because <laughs> it puts me to bed. Um, but I don't I don't tend to. You know, there will often be a thank you out. Um, there may be particularly... Um, There'll be people that I've been sending healing to, like my loved ones and family who've given me permission to, that I will send a thought out to, send a, you know, see them in the healing light that I work mm-hmm. with or something. But there's nothing particularly that I do in the evening. Um, as a rule, uh, that's, where I, that's where it is. But there are little things that, you know, that 
that that could happen at certain times of growth. Um, sometimes I'll like I might just set. I have sometimes put things under my pillow. So if there's something that I'm really been resisting against growing. Yeah. Something that I really want to grow into that might I might not have been resisting, but I really want to. I'll put. I'll write it out like uh-huh. a, an affirmation, something under my pillow, yeah. and just leave it there. And then Love when it. I make, when I make the bed, sometimes I have to spend ages looking for it because yeah. I the pillow so hard the paper's gone flying. So it's all comedy moments, which makes yeah. growth fun. And sometimes I'll ask spirit or my soul to say. Can I, when I wake up, can I have some clarity on this? You know, if there's something. Yeah. There's always that, that dialogue that I'm having with my soul and with spirit. and But I don't specifically do anything. And it's interesting because it's making me, I'm going to ponder on why I don't. I, I mean, I I'm have hearing to, loads of do's. I'm thinking yeah, of someone who's saying, oh, I don't do anything. You're giving us a goal. <laughs> I really don't. You know, and I think that the thing is, is fluidity, because a lot of people have said to me over the years, oh, I find like if you've got young kids that you're getting out to school, you know, I completely get you're not going to even be able to sit and have a coffee on your own in the morning. So I say, well, do it at lunchtime. Of course, the morning is better for some things as some things are better at night because it sets the energy for our day. But they can be two minutes they can be three minutes and then you can come back and do your journaling and your meditation after you've had that morning school drop off rush everybody's mm. left the house and now you've got peace you know or if you're working it might have to be when you come back from work or you might have to get up 15 minutes earlier you know there are things that we need to do um you know, I used to get, tell myself I couldn't do it in a hotel room when I was sharing with people and then I realized yeah. all I have to do is wake up earlier as long as it's not snowing and raining, it's easy for me to pop outside and even if I have to wear a little you know, coat and scarf and everything and sit on a bench and do some pondering and journaling and have that yeah. space and time. And sometimes when I used to work, I'd do it in the toilet. Yeah. And as women, we get to lock a cubicle. And, it, OK, it's not the most pleasant. I'm not saying it should be a rule. Um but it can work, you know, where you just think, well, I just need a moment just yeah. to tune in to myself, ground, you know, or something, or just let go of something that's just happened in a meeting. So there are lots of little ways and places we can we can do it with that, without needing, you know, it would be wonderful if we all had little meditation rooms and special, you know, oh you know, lovely cushions and crystals and lighting, but it's not always possible. No, I mean, you, you're absolutely right. It's about taking time for yourself, literally, yeah. wherever you are, whatever resources you have. Yeah. I love what you're saying, even just smiling at your reflection for 15 yeah. minutes. Or... I, I remember when that was given to me. I was doing a retreat in Spain, and I asked Spirit, I said, so what do I need to do? And I think, say, marketing, and videos, and promoting. <laughs> Smile at yourself in the mirror. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> and then when I did smile at myself, I realised, oh, my God, you never smile. I smile at everybody. I smile walking down the street. People must think I'm a bit batty. I never smile at myself because we're always looking, oh, I've got a wrinkle. I've got a hair now. My age, I've got a hair. Oh, I don't like the way my hair is. You know, we're just having this constant conversation. Or, oh, my makeup looks nice. It's not always critical. But I realised. You don't, I don't smile at myself for the sake of smiling. So it's it's one of the most beautiful things we can do for ourselves. Um, but it's being fluid with it, you yeah. know. That 
trapping it to it being a morning and then just evening and what sandwiches yeah. because at some point people start like that and I think then you've got to look at well hang on what am I doing in the rest of the day am mm-hmm. I that connected does my morning practice need to change have I become automated and and that kind of t- takes an awareness and sometimes it's not comfortable because that's when I learned that, oh, yeah, you're doing things out of obligation. It's a really bad. Yeah. At that point, I did give up doing anything because it's like, right, clean the slate. Reset. Yeah, totally mm. stop. Don't do it. Do not do it. And, of course, that made me want to do it even more. But then it then it came into, well, this is what I really want to yeah. do. This. Not because I've read this in a book or I heard somebody say they do this, so I've got to do this because I think they're having a great life and I want to be like them. Because we all do that. You know, we think, well, that's a really good practice. I quite like that. But it might not be right for us. That's why I love I'm talking to people across the board for this. So it's brilliant. What do you wish you'd known when you were starting out that you know now? What advice, what love would you send back to younger Sarupa? Stop trying to be perfect and stop stop trying to be perfect and stop worrying that you've got it wrong because you we will get it wrong because that's part of growth you know like you look at a child a baby toddler when they're learning how to walk they fall yep. get up fall get up fall get up and we as adults suddenly think oh I've fallen then I've completely I'm nothing I'm a nobody or and I've got to pretend that I'm okay but no and the journey of growth is not a straight line we see the memes but we all go yeah 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 but we don't really believe it for ourselves so I want to send that back and to tell her that what you what you love this year next year will be potentially out of date for you you know some things won't be some things might be you know some of our journaling prompts and affirmations we're supposed to go out of things and we're supposed to realize oh that's how I was limiting myself doing that exercise but that can only come when you've gone through the journey so don't try and be perfect i absolutely love it how can people find you i'm gonna have all the information in the show notes as well yeah thank you so you can if you search for me on on, uh, well i'm connected to eve on social media i think we've connected on instagram and facebook so you can find me through even eve's friend list but um sarupa shah so you can look for me my website is the soulagentblog.com and the soulagency.com. The blog obviously has an absolute wondrous library of articles around money, purpose, energy, and all those things. And if you're into that, and if you see yourself as an aspiring heart center person, you'll love it there. Um, but yeah, find me um, in those ways. And if there's something that I've said that you agree with or even disagree with, and you want to share it with me, please just comment and you know, let's have a conversation and connection. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's been delightful and I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to episode six of the Feel Better Every Day podcast. I would love to know, when did you last smile at yourself when you saw your reflection? Like actually smile at yourself like you were a person you loved or at least cared about even a little bit. Um, And also, how did you get on with the art of doing nothing, even just listening to that section of the interview and imagining doing nothing? I'd love to hear from you. Do comment. um, You can get in touch via the feelbettereverydaypodcast.com. And please 
subscribe, share, comment, review, rate, all the things, help as many people as possible listen if you enjoyed it and think they might enjoy it too. Thank you. Next week's guest is um, the best-selling author Nick Williams, author of the work we were born to do. He is always delightful and I'm really looking forward to sharing his episode next week.